Fire Country, originally titled Cal Fire, is a new show on CBS that premiered last week. It stars Max Theriot as Bodie Donovan, a convict who joins a firefighting program to commute his sentence after robbing a man with a gun. On this podcast, we discuss the latest installment of a different series every show, give our ranking, and shed a few interesting facts. Welcome to today's episode. So you recognize Max Theriot, right? No, I didn't. Okay, I have a game here. There's five different roles here. One of them is fake. Actually, I'm just going to, I'll limit it down because you don't know who it is. So four different roles here. One of them is fake. See if you can remember whether or not this guy could possibly be these other roles. So Young Jumper. Young Jumper, all right. Norman's brother, Dylan, from Bates Motel. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guy from the house at the end of the street. House at the end of the street. That was the movie with Jennifer Lawrence from like 2012 or something. The Flash in Smallville. Flash. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So out of those four, which one of those isn't his role? Okay. I I think that he was in the Norman Bates show. Um, And then House at the end of the street. Uh, What was was the first one? The first one was Young Jumper. Young Jumper. Not Hayden Christensen, but the younger version. Right. I'm going to go with Young Jumper. That's my guess. It was actually the Flash in Smallville. Yeah, because I knew the guy from the who played the Flash in Smallville. He was, was in the show so called many, Outsiders. Yeah, he was in so many other things though. Yeah, and like American Sniper, and I wasn't sure if that was him or not. Well, Max yeah. Theriot has been in something like American Sniper. He's in the SEAL Team show that's on CBS as uh, well. On CBS as well. So yeah. he's doing. He's starring in two. He's different starring TV in shows? two different TV shows. Wow. He's done two at the same time. Busy person. Yeah. Well, the sixth season I think is of SEAL Team, uh, and he's playing this guy named Clay Spencer. But he's actually the one Max Theriot to make this show happen he's the one who pitched it he pitched the show so he's from northern california right right and so he's seen a lot of wildfires around his town and he knows a lot of people who work in the firefight so he just wanted to respect that culture and make a show about it the only person i recognized was billy burke billy burke from twilight of course that's why you recognized him (laughs) i think he was in like a different tv show that he was in made we, didn't, we watched that yeah. show. We never actually did a podcast for it. Right. But he, I don't even know who he played in that. But he's pretty famous. You're right. They also have uh, a couple of other big names like Di- Diane Farr. She plays his wife. Mm. She was actually also playing a firefighter in Rescue Me, that show that was on like right. 10, 15 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. But this show actually has a pretty interesting production side storyline that I want to jump into before we talk more about the cast or the plot. Right. Okay. okay. So this is where things get interesting. Max Theriot obviously pitches this idea of this this show that was originally supposed to be called Cal Fire because that's the name of that's the, the name of the yeah the people that the actual organization the fires, that right? does yeah. this and there's specifically this conservation camp uh, program that they do where they bring in a bunch of inmates and give them the opportunity to work and commit to their rehabilitation, cut down their sentences, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's what in this show Bodhi is doing. He's agreed to go work as a firefighter in return for uh, lessening his sentence. Right. However, his parents are already working as firefighters, right? Yeah. Okay. And it, and who his parents are is kind of a twist at the end of the episode. Oh, okay. So you don't know that going in. Yeah. Now, it's projected that extreme wildfires will increase 14, 14% by 2030, 30% by 2050, and 50% by the end of the century. Thank you, climate wow. change. So I'm noticing something else happening. There's more and more TV shows that are doing firefighter TV. NBC's got Chicago Fire. Fox's 911 has uh, Lone Star. Mm. Uh, ABC's uh, uh, channel has a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy that's called Station 19. It's been in 
it works for yeah, a couple I think of years. I've heard about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this isn't even the first firefighting show that we've done for the podcast. Do you remember um, Tacoma FD? Yeah, I mean, that was a comedy, though. Yeah, it's a comedy, but it still counts. So my prediction is as the world heats up and we see more wildfires, we're also going to get more wildfire TV shows. Even the movies have come out. Like, so how was it the Brave one? Only the Brave. Only yeah. the Brave came out. Did you know that was a box office bomb? Yeah, I did. I knew that. Yeah, it did not perform. It didn't that even well. make its budget up, but yeah. it was a good movie. No, I know. I remember. Yeah. yeah my, so- my, Miles Teller talked about it. And I to get some characters' names, I did have to look up up the series and i did see that like didn't this do very well in viewership oh like, yeah so remember how we did so help me todd yes. so cbs they canned uh five shows last year they and we talked about this on the so help me todd podcast magnum pi went away united states of al how we roll be positive good sam yeah. all scrapped right so they brought in three new pilots one was so help me todd the other was fire country and the last was east new york we've done two out of three now um one is a lawyer show one is a firefighter show and one is a cop show that's just yeah. interesting. But uh, ironically, they didn't pick up any of their comedies that were presented to them. <laughs> um, where am I going with this? Okay, so yeah. So Help Me Todd came in and they beat the records for the best premiere of the season. Then a week later, this came out and beat that. <laughs> so it has- so, so this at this point kind of holds that record for- Yeah, because right. it came out, I think on like the seventh and, and we're doing it pretty like a week later. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but the interesting part of the production that I was getting to. So we'll start with the showrunner, Tia Napolitano. She started off as a producer of Grey's Anatomy, made the leap to that Station 19 show, the firefighting show that I just talked about, as an executive producer, then executively produced Council of Dads, so that's another leap, became the second showrunner of Cruel Summer, not the original, but the second one, actually wrote the episode that I watched for that show, then left uh, be, being the showrunner there to come do this show, I assume. Uh, okay. um, but that's not all. The connections don't end because Grey's Anatomy, the ex-showrunners to that, are a couple named Tony Fallon and Joan Rader, and they wrote the teleplay and pilot for Fire Country, the episode that you just watched, with Max Theria. He also had a writing credit. Um, and they also wrote the pilot of, guess what? Council of Dads. <laughs> so, All those years ago, yeah. Well, no, Council of Dads and Tia Napolitano and these guys, yeah, no, yeah. both related to it. And then the director, James Strong, is a pretty famous British director. He's done seven episodes of Doctor Who, including The Voyage of the Damned, the Impossible Planet. I'm not going to list them all, but he also uh, directed a bunch of the Broadchurch episodes that came out. Grace Point, the, the David Tennant Broadchurch, right? Well, they were both David Tennant Broadchurch. Yeah, but the the, the not the U.S. version. Yes. The original. Oh, the U.S. version. No, right. he did. Grace Point is the U.S. version, so he directed those episodes oh, okay. as well. And so, what did he also direct? You guessed it, Council, Council of, of Dads. Dads. Yeah. So they brought the same crew who worked on the Council <laughs> of Dads, and they said, "Let's make a completely different show." On a completely different yeah, network. I can I can say with very like certainty that this is better than Council this of Dads. This is secretly <laughs> Council of Dads. I just found all that really interesting. I wanted to kick off our show that way, but we should jump into the plot of this pilot. How did you like it? Uh, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Really? In the first couple minutes, all within the first minute, we get backstory on Bodhi. Basically, he's like in front of a judge. He's trying to get parole. Uh, he held a man at gunpoint, and the people that he held at gunpoint are even there, and he apologizes to him. Do they take then, the apology well? I mean, they didn't really react to it, and then he's not given parole. And then like his lawyer comes in and is basically like, hey, if you sign up for this cow fire thing, you'll be able to reduce your sentence. And that was all within like the first minute. So I was like, geez. <laughs> yeah, that happens way quicker than like, say, in Blackbird when they sent him to prison. And then it took like, I think, months until they approached him with a deal to go like to a worse prison to try yeah. to get information out of a guy to basically snitch out of the guy. So they offer him this deal right off the bat. 
even though it's kind of a violent offense. Mm-hmm. And he goes to Northern California to join this crew with a bunch of other dudes. Or yeah, what? he goes to Edgewater. But actually, before that happens, that we see how like an actual fire team goes to goes to like a fire Not the courthouse. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is like actual firefighters. They get like an alert and they go to fires. And then we actually see them do one of those water drops from helicopters, which yeah. I thought was cool because you don't usually see that on TV. And I think that that's probably one of the best parts of this TV show is the fact that you don't really get a lot of shows, even though we talked about Chicago Fire, that like really dive deep into like what firefighters have to go through. Yeah. And so whenever they did anything like that, and and I was like kind of learning about it, or even just the fire scenes in general, because and that kind of happens later, because those scenes did get really intense. I, I did enjoy seeing. So that. you like the drama, and yeah. you thought the fires looked real. Yeah, exactly. Well, they were real. They actually started three wildfires. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. Um, he he joins this crew. And yeah. It's it's just a ton of inmates, and he meets this person named Manny. He's the person who is basically the boss of Cal Fire. There's also uh, Manny Perez. There. Yeah. He's actually 46 years old. And I only mention his age because he has a daughter in the show called Gabriella Perez, right? Yes. And she, in real life, is 32 years old, which means that he was a 14-year-old dad. <laughs> Gabriella is the yeah the chief's daughter, 14th in the Olympics. That was apparently such a big deal that they held like this small little ceremony for her. And she's is she a, a firefighter now? Uh, I don't think so, but I think she's dating a firefighter named Jake. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and you even see them get into like a small little fight like in a because bar. she's also supposed to be the romantic interest i assume to brody right. so like they, they have to pair her up at the beginning just like with so help me todd the right. girl that he likes is also dating someone exactly and, and like the big fight between gabriel and jake this is like kind of when the show i thought that this storyline was probably the worst out of all of them gabriel too much romance gabriel said i love you and jake didn't say it back and then she gets really mad over oh it, it. sounds like a soap opera <laughs> yeah that, that was definitely the most soap, soap opera i got but the one thing that we know about bodie is he's trying to get out of california he grew up there he said that a million times um he even even, (laughs) yeah from here i'm from here well he befriends another inmate is he trying to escape is that what you mean by get out of he's trying to get a phone call but like when he goes up to the chief and he's like hey can i call a phone so i can call my lawyer can i call a phone you mean he he can't have a phone phone, so i can call my lawyer the chief is like yeah you have phone privileges in a week so they're just not going to allow him to contact anyone sure they're pretty strict he's still technically he's not even on parole yeah so maybe he was actually in prison for a while Right, yeah, and so they, and then, like, that's when kind of Cal Fire is lined up, Manny is there, he's giving his orders, there's, like, this, I think there was this card that they gave out to all of the Cal Fire people that was called, like, a 10 and 18, and it was basically rules that all of them had to follow, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was actually a way that they do things, but yeah, it was rules I have to follow whenever there's a fire going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is kind of interspliced with a ton of different things. We have Jake talking to Eve. Eve is another firefighter that is Jake's friend. Yes. Um, and she was the main star or she's the main co-star in The Guilty Party. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I did not remember her from that. Okay. But the Eve and Jake, they're talking about this person named Riley that apparently died, I think, like, either a year or a couple years beforehand. And then that's when we first see Billy Burke. Oh, yeah. So the Riley thing is mentioned on almost every... Like, so is Riley um, Bodie's brother? Like, well, who is Riley? I think that Riley was, uh, I believe, Vince's daughter or Wait, something what? Oh, like it's that. a girl. I Well, that's All what I, I thought. was the name. That's what I thought. But sure. we, we don't really get, like, a sense of who Riley is. Like, they never show up in the episode because, again, they're dead. But I feel Vince, like they're going to have a backlash at some point. At some point, yeah. But Billy Burke, he plays Vince. He's kind of the leader of the firefighters, the actual firefighters, not part of Cal Fire. And, um, well, the Cal Fire thing. I understand what you're saying. He's, like, the captain captain. Yeah. And then... Like, also, I should mention that Freddy, the person that is friends with Bodhi, he's kind of the comic relief and everything. Yes. There's even a scene where, like, 
he's going to the bathroom and he, he like in the, in the forest as they're walking up this mountain and he thinks that there's a bear and then he like flees and everyone starts laughing at him because it wasn't a bear, it was a goat that walks out. Yeah. That's probably my favorite part of the, of the whole entire episode. So you episode. like the humor, you like the drama, but you didn't like the soapiness of the romance. Yeah, yeah. But, but like that's yeah. the thing that I think it was so, because when I saw, I did see the promo for this a couple of times when it was on CBS and I just thought to myself that this was going to be just kind of another like cheesy, cheesy procedural type of, type yeah. of thing. Yeah, again, a lot of infused drama and it does have some of that like this by far was not like the perfect proportionally episode. like how much of it is that to that i'd say about like good to bad 20 percent of it was probably the soap opera angle of it okay so like a, a good portion of it was like actual firefighter stuff that i was interested in learning about vince is talking to a lot of other people who run firefighting squads and he's trying to get dozers so they can clear vegetation apparently there was this hanley fire that happened years ago that burned like fifty-six thousand acres of land 84 homes were destroyed and 19 fatalities happened and he's like with these dozers we should be able to like stop that from ever happening okay and uh and yeah, and obviously this is fire season because everything is kind of ramping up. I remember there was that news report about like this guy who was like an ex-firefighter and he, they were showing this town that had been completely absorbed in flames, but he had like kept his house up in the surrounding area so protected for, from fire <laughs> that it was the only one that was left standing. Yeah, the, well, there was something that was kind of odd. Sometimes it's unavoidable. Almost, I get that though. Almost yeah. on like the flip side of that, I should, I kind of want to go back to the beginning where they were taking out the fire that was in the woods at the very first when the water The one that was happened. going on while boating yeah, was because, still in parole yeah yeah not not cal fire but when the actual firefighters went there and the water drop happened there was a propane tank that was like right next to the fire yeah and i was like that feels like it's almost i mean like too coincidental oh I, was I, there a car explosion in this because i heard there was a car explosion. that happens yeah it happens later on yeah so. people were getting a little upset because they were like not every car that gets lights on fire explodes <laughs> yeah well and that uh, and that was almost something that like kind of really push the rest of the episode forward but going back oh uh, yeah you have jake and gabriella they basically make up jake says he loves her yada 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 i kind of don't really care that much yeah you know it's concentrate on stuff yeah. you don't like then bodie this is the this is a big thing so bodie and freddie they're trying to leave from cal fire when everyone is asleep they are like so they're literally going on the run walking through the woods yeah i think bodie is just in such need because he does not want to stay in california but the thing <laughs> is like i thought he was supposed to be the hero that they keep on making him seem like that but okay oh, maybe okay. that just comes along later yeah yeah, yeah we're about like halfway through the episode okay. right, right now, now you make him sound like a really bad convict who just wants to like he gets one opportunity I to commute his sentence and instead decides to like ditch he, it he really just wanted to leave california he did not want to be there sure and but we learn why this was well the next thing that happened was a little strange because what happened is is that like um gabriella's car doesn't start and so like this happens I, right in front of bodie and riley she's driving and the car just like puts out so they hide behind a tree yeah and like it doesn't start at all and then for no reason bodie's like you know what we have to help and then like, are you crazy? Are the you good Samaritan in him was just like, you have to help yeah, her. Yeah, like, and I mean, like, obviously the camp directors are going to go crazy if, like, they figured out that they were trying to leave in the middle of and the night. And she could like, easily rat them yeah, out. Yeah, easily. And so what happens is Freddie takes off back to camp. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to help yeah. you. Bodie, it was a bad idea teaming up with the one guy with the conscience. Bodie lets his presence known. Well, and yeah. then, How and, else would he help her? And then Gabriella is like, oh, yeah, you know, my boyfriend also knows cars, pulls out her phone, and then Bodie's like, there's no way you're gaining 
interception from your phone. And then she pulls out a gun at him. And she's like... Oh, because like, she thinks he's yeah. going to attack her. I mean, her reactions actually made sense. But it made... I mean, like, it almost felt like the writers were pushing way too hard to try and make Bodhi a good guy. Because, I mean, yeah, this could literally make him go back to prison and probably, like, add on to his sentence if, if any of this stuff happened. But no. But, I mean, yeah, that wouldn't make for a good show. Yeah. So I assume that <laughs> he helps her with the car and then she but, forgets yeah, like, I, I think the problem I had most with that scene, yeah, she, you know, he helps with the car, she forgives for pulling a gun on him and then kind of leaves. Um, he even sees a picture that she had with her, that she took with her boyfriend. But the thing is, is that, like, it just, yeah, most of the pilots seem normal. Most of the pilots seem realistic. That scene in general, I was just like, you're pushing way Character too development, you gotta establish these guys. And that's exactly when we get the car scene that you were talking about. Yeah, there's an alert. The firefighters go to where this, like, fire is fastly approaching this car with this woman and this baby inside. <laughs> no, not a woman and baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, right? Kind of always the, uh, like... Damsel in distress. Yeah. yeah. They break the back window, they get the baby out, they get the woman out, and then because the car explodes... That makes this fire go everywhere. And we even saw that uh, when they did the water drop scene. We saw how, like, fire, like, particles can sparse yeah, and go into yeah, other yeah. places. Fire, fire can definitely spread fast. That right. is true. <laughs> so this is when kind of, like, it's, 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 it's like, call time. You're getting cow fire. You're also getting um, the people like Jake and Eve, all the firefighters going So all there. the inmates. Right, yeah. Have they been trained enough, do you think? That is my biggest problem with the show. They did not <laughs> seem to actually be, like, knowing that much fire. Oh, no. Ex aside, they just, like, threw them into aside it. Aside from giving them those, like, brochure-type things, those 10 and 18 rules that they're supposed to follow, it uh -huh. didn't seem like they actually were doing that much fire. Oh. And I was willing to go with it because I thought that the show did a really good job having so many characters. I was not expecting this, but, you know, like, Jake E. Vince, he has, like, a, a conversation with his wife that was really sad throughout the episodes. Like, even Bodhi. You understand? understood these characters and there was a lot of them and i thought they were quickly developed you just didn't get actually that much fire which could have <laughs> wait, wait you got a lot of fire in the background but not a lot of fire experience yeah yeah uh, yeah exactly so yeah cow fire they are like perimetered around the fire they're digging holes and everything yeah there was a how close are they like body to body i mean oh body to body i'd say like a meter apart but yeah they're all lined up even yeah. manny is there they're trying to dig holes i think that's supposed to stop fire somehow not really sure how, oh it's though. the ditches is absolutely does ditches yeah, yeah so then jake and Eve, they decide that they're going to go straight into the fire and mm. it was, that was that i mean was, that's the best way to fight one on fire you yeah think, just they, punching it back <laughs> they literally talk to manny they're like yeah i think that uh, <laughs> everyone like we just have to go up there and, and try what? and stop it. it it seemed like such a way for the writers again to try and make the climax happen because uh after, i get it's like a uh, someone running into a burning building right yeah but like at the same time there's no baby to save in that fire is yeah there? and it was only really jake and eve that were going in there you know mm. like everyone else and was, eve is an experienced firefighter right? right like she's not and one so, of the inmates and so is jake jake is incredible oh and jake yeah, yeah, yeah. i yeah. thought you were saying bodie all the same but yeah go yeah i know and so vince also um that's when he's clearing out the town he goes even to the bar that jake and eve were at earlier and he's like listen i'm gonna need you to close down because one thing that's going to happen is once we like are telling people to leave their they homes evacuate yeah. they're either going to come to the bar and we can't have that, so you need to close down. It was high time, and Jake was even making a kind of joke to his wife about the fact that they needed dozers for this because of how fast. Yeah, I don't the think fire it's the running. firefighters though who normally go out to uh, evacuate people. I think it, it's up to other officials, like either police I or mean, like the township. I mean, he was he was people. the head of the fire. But it feels like the firefighters are needed on location. Yeah, but well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it so. 
Cal Fire is told to relocate because they have to dig ditches again. Freddy kind of has this small little thing where he's like, I'm not going to do that. And then Manny threatens him with more jail time. Uh, that just felt like kind of character development that didn't need to happen. But it was all leading to this point of Bodie. He's like, you know what? We need to save those firefighters. And Manny's like, you go up there, you're dead. And I'm going to also, if you go up there and even survive, I'm going to add on to your prison sentence because that's not our job. And then this was like the kind yeah, of- the, So this is against his orders. Yeah. He's going out to and, go save And then people. Bodie's like, I don't care. And he's bringing a chainsaw up to the firefighter place. This is where the, it, it like, again, kind of broke reality. Because I was like, I'm enjoying the reality of the situation, but you don't have to make Bodie this like essential figure. This guy who's this, going- This like hero. Yeah, this-, this convict who clearly has problems is now suddenly a saint yeah and then of course you know the main guy running cal fire being like i will add on to your sense and you will be off a cal fire if you even think about doing this and then he's just marching up there with a chainsaw what happens is for a great shot (laughs) no i mean look when jake had his foot because yeah there's this tree that ends up like falling on his foot and he's not able to move and eve is there and like this fire is just all around them it was beautiful to look at it looked really really i love staring at fire too no like something i used to do as a kid is just like sitting in front of a fireplace and just stare at it <laughs> yeah no but i mean like it did make for a great shot i mean uh-huh. the, you know but then um yeah Bodie he walks up there he sees jake and like all this fire he ends up using the chainsaw gets him out from underneath he um jake is still kind of hurt and that's when there's just this obvious thing where they're not going to make it out they are surrounded by fire so that's when they pull out their blankets um and eve uses her blanket now these are the same blankets that in um only the brave right did not help very much right because the fire was so hot yeah exactly did, and did not, it seem like a similar situation uh it was a little different because jake didn't have his blanket so he had to share so he had to share yeah yeah share with bodie and that seemed less possible and that's yeah i was like i remembered in only the brave i was like yeah even with their blankets when they like had all the protocols and everything it didn't even work but somehow when they used their blankets here everyone was fine yeah and i was just like not I as hot a fire yeah literally the fire was surrounding them he got oh. on the blankets which I, I know it usually does yeah but still i was like that seems a little implausible it might have been going by so quickly i'm just trying to give the show yeah, some, some type of credit yeah anyway so the fire what happens to it yeah they they basically able to stop it and then that's when you see that all three of them survived um eve jake and Bodie. and then jake is like hey man you really saved my life back there and it's it's worth noting Bodie is kind of wearing a mask you can't see his face then yeah. he takes off his mask and jake, jake is, is like upset Bodie. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not Jake who's upset. It's Bodie that's upset because right afterwards he punches Jake in the face huh. and he's like, you're the reason that Riley died that night. Like suddenly out of oh, okay. nowhere, so this exposition. Some, yeah, yeah. yeah, some soapiness again. Yeah, and Eve is like, hey, everyone calm down. And then he's like, yeah, you know, I was the reason why um, Riley was apparently in a car crash with him. But the only reason that they were in a car crash. And they're crash, doing this as the fire has As the fire has subsided closed. and they both, yeah, and they both okay. lived. Um, but yeah, what happened is, is that apparently way back then, I think Riley and Jake were dating and then like Jake broke up with her and then Bodie decided to go get her from his house and then they got in a car crash afterwards. Right. Bodie even says a line that I felt was a little on the nose where he's like, I'm the reason she died, but you're the reason she died of a broken heart. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, yep. Like, so he blames himself. That's why he's turned into a criminal ball. Yeah, yeah. And, and so... Um, How do you hear about his parents, though? How do you find out that those are his parents? Yeah, so I think it's the fact that, like, Bodie, he's at a hospital at this point because um, of, like, all the Just, fire yeah, that was recovering. going on. Right, and then that's when Vince and then Vince's wife come in, and that's when you learn that, apparently. Hey, son. Yeah. <laughs> well, his mom is really happy to see him, but then that's when Vince is, like, asking... He asks Bodie, and that's the last line of the show. He's like, what the hell are you doing here? 
there. Oh, like, so he didn't even know he was yeah, there. Yeah, and, and that's I mean, he couldn't put two and two together? <laughs> <laughs> or did they just not know he was in prison? I, I honestly don't know. Right. I, I think I you know, I think they knew he was in prison. I just yeah, don't yeah. think that they knew that he was in California. So all in all, what would you give the show? Uh, Sounds like you liked it. I mean, yeah, I would give it a 7 out of 10. Like I said, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I really did like how many characters they were actually make well developed because usually when it comes, to, uh, especially to CBS shows, you have like really four like main characters and they seem like all kind of carbon copies of the same thing, whether that's comedies or dramas or whatever. And here it seemed like, no, they actually put in some work into it. The fire scenes were really cool. It does feel a little long. There is some forced drama in there. The 45 um, minutes seems a little long. Yeah, no, right. no, at, at certain points. And the forced drama, like Bodie knowing Jake and then like all the punching and all the like, oh, she died, a broken heart, all that stuff. But overall, I give it a 7 out of 10. Okay, all right. Do you want to hear the reception on it? Yeah, sure. Mixed to negative right Mixed now. Mixed to negative, really. Yeah, so it's got a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. It does have a 7.2 on IMDb with like 400 reviews. We already talked about the viewership numbers, so mm -hmm. that's very healthy. And on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score is closer to like 70%. But the critics are a, sort of a different matter. A Hollywood reporter said it was good-hearted, good-looking people who overcome adversity in 45 minutes or less, but they were kind of throwing that as a dig. Like, oh, this is so oh, basic. Oh, I understand that. that yeah. like, <laughs> they have to consolidate every plot and make it very super simple so that you can eat it up. And then the AB Club says it lacks the ride-or-die camaraderie that makes other shows in this genre compelling. The LA Times says it's a soap with pyrotechnics. <laughs> Um, the biggest damning thing was probably the response by Cal Fire itself. I was so the Cal say, Fire di a, current director, yeah. Joe Tyler, who was appointed by Gavin Newsom sometime last year, he came out in April when only the trailer was released, publicly stating that the show was misrepresentative. It, uh, it did not represent the values of the staff. They had seen the trailer, and in the trailer, they'd shown that punching scene during the fire. Yeah. And they were like, that is ridiculous. <laughs> that would never happen. And so they tried to take legal action to stop the show from, from actually airing, airing which wow. is so crazy because Max, like, Theriot, if you listen to his interviews, and the, he has so much respect for the firefighters, <laughs> but it's so interesting how you have that contrast between, like, how it ended up coming out and people, and some of the people in that industry just hate it because of its misrepresentation and yeah. also some of the things that it got wrong. I'm not going to list out everything that they pointed out that was wrong with the fires, mm -hmm. but... For one, the inmate program, they don't allow people with violent offenses, and that includes people who've yeah, been holding who, a gun to someone's holding face. Holding a gun, yeah, uh, yeah a gun, and during a robbery, he wouldn't even be eligible for the conservation camps. And also, they never let crews that haven't been well-trained into the yeah, field no, about, that, like, that, again, that during was, an actual fire. That was one of my biggest things. It was like, we have not... The, the only time that we really see them even do anything with a fire is when there's literally that huge fire sure. going on yeah, at the They end just the did episode. not have the training that yeah. would have been required. And also, they wouldn't also have disqualified Bodie because his parents were working in a similar unit. Like, they just wouldn't allow that, oh, that type really of familiar... They, 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 oh, there's nepotism? a lot of things that would have... Yeah, because, for instance, like, even though the people in charge of the firefighting units, the conservation camps, uh, the firefighters can tell the other inmates what to do, they don't get uh, the authority to overstep the, like, the parole officer or the people, the actual officers of... Um, of the prison mm -hmm. who were there. Mm -hmm. And so I think in one of the scenes, like the dad actually did that. He like stepped over his toes and told one of the other people to leave or something. Oh like yeah. Pro I mean, probably. Yeah. yeah. But there were people were going off about that. And then the other one was that the fire went out way too quick. So based on just the scale to which people were <laughs> yeah. seeing the fire and how fast it was moving and how big it was, the idea that it could just go out like, that. Yeah, it really was just like I think a couple hours. That's what the show was trying to say. And but yeah. but as someone who probably represents more of the viewership base, um, someone who doesn't have that firefighting experience and doesn't really, you you still felt like you were learning some stuff and you enjoyed the show as a whole. 
you wouldn't be surprised if it got another season, right? I wouldn't be surprised, no, but I'm probably not going to watch the rest of the series. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about with fires involving um, the box office bomb, only the brave, <laughs> um, who Miles Teller is in that also played someone who had like been in prison or who had been like convicted for larceny or something right, like that. Right, something. And, he, and yeah, then he, he decided. Had, wasn't it like he had to be there though? He something? had to do some sort of work and he chose to do firefighting Fire and they all wanted to like make sure he didn't pass and then he worked yeah. his way up there yeah. and, and became one of the gang all right yeah so it seems like a very common theme in firefighting to have ex-criminals <laughs> i don't know um thanks for listening we'll see you on the next episode hope you enjoyed this one bye bye